This is a Anything Goes podcast production. All right, all right, all right, all right, you guys. Welcome back to another episode. Look at my headphones falling off. Of the Journey of a Soul Sister podcast. Like I said, some of these episodes will be audio and some will be visual. It depends on what I'm talking about, who I have, and the comfortability level. If you're looking for a podcast home, you know where to come to Digital Impact Studios. Hit us up. All right, so enough of that shameless plug stuff. You know, you can get my book on Amazon, Barnes & Noble. It is what it is, or just call me directly. I got to start promoting myself better. <laughs> Y'all can. Right? Y'all can. So with that being said, you guys, <clears throat> I have a fellow podcaster in the building from Baltimore, as you know. Let me explain something to y'all. It has been long overdue, <laughs> right? For You've sure. been watching each other's work, you know, supporting each other on the back end, listening to what we really have to say. But his platform really speaks volumes for me. Everyone knows that the journey of a soul sister is we share a story, we get to the bottom of things, and we talk about stuff. But him, his podcast alone, he demands the answers. And with that, I'm going to turn around. <laughs> go ahead and introduce yourself give your name and your pod all your social media handles so we're gonna get into it all right uh my name th- first of all thank you for having me it's a pleasure to be here <laughs> i love the studio love this setup and I'm, I'm glad to find out um y'all doing it big like this different i've been in on shows and things like that but y'all i like this this next level with this but um thank you but uh introduce myself my name is mook uh, I have a podcast called We Need Answers Podcast. It's been about maybe two and a half, three years now since mm-hmm. I started. Um, uh, the, the Instagram page is at We Need Answers Podcast. My personal is titty underscore boy underscore. It's a whole nother story. <laughs> but, uh, and the YouTube is the same thing. Mook Presents We Need Answers Podcast. I just started a TikTok, too, because they say that's where... I know. Get I got to get better, too. I don't... I don't be... Everybody love it. I don't do nothing but just post the, the, the clips and keep yeah. it moving. Like, But if it's going to help me... And it, and it has helped. It definitely has got me some more vision. So um, I, I got that, too. But um, my podcast is We Need Answers Podcast. Uh, what I like to tell everybody is just... I say it's just getting a real deal about everything. Mm-hmm. Um, as when I first started off, my first few episodes was like based off of things that people got assumptions about or got the ideas about. And uh, I just try to bring people that, that live that life and have them tell the real deals. Like my first few was, um, I had a pastor on there. My guy, shout out to Marlon, Pastor Marlon Austin. He, um, he a guy, I used to hang up the village a lot. He one of the guys used to be around where we was at. He was wild, drink a lot, all that. <laughs> he changed his life. Like, I, it was amazing. He had passed and now changed his life. And it's just the getting, like, I had him on earlier because, you know, people got their assumptions about church and how that go. And, and it was nobody else to get the real deal from because this is a guy that I know literally came from that and literally live and breathe everything that he's doing right now. And it ain't no facade either because I've been there. But um, I had a stripper on first, and she talked about her life in the strip club and all that. And you know everybody think people, is it fucking all the girls fucking uh-huh. this and that and that. So, so we got down all the nitty-gritty and that. So, um, but, so, but basically that, and it turned into a million other topics. And um, it continued to grow. And I just try to bring, like you doing, bring the real stories of Baltimore and the real stories of people to the platform and to the world and let them know we more than just, you know. What you see, the wire. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, that's the, the main thing. You know, every time we go out of town, everybody's the, the first thing that, is it really like the wire all that? So, you know, I try, and I actually started a series off of that, the real wire, which is um stories from people, you know, from the street life that tell a real stories and, and what they went through, so. You know, everything off the show ain't really what it is, and some is. And I had one of the first guests, well, the actual first, my actually first episode was um, Ronald Boxster. That's like my uncle, we family, um, but you know, the uncle? show is based off of Avon <laughs> yeah. Boxdale. So his, you know, the real uh, Avon passed away, so we, we just talked about what's real and what's not and the real stories from that. So That makes sense. Yeah. So what made you want to get into podcasting? So, um, if everybody that know me from like day one since my younger days, I was real big into music. Like, all right, till this day, 
people still be like, they come to me about music stuff, oh, but I'm not into music as much as I, I'm still into it, but you know, the older you get, music <laughs> is younger. So it's like, I, I kind of grew away from it like I used to, but mm-hmm. um, I used to work out like Silver Spring and um, it was like a 45 to an hour commute. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I I started listening. Of course, when I was listening, I was listening to music on my way to work, but you know, and I, the more I learned about myself and about things, it was like, you know, what you consume early in the morning could dictate your day. Yep. So I'm real big on energy, you know. Mm. Like, I, I, I'm i a down south rap, but down, down south shit, so I'm listening. To, <laughs> <laughs> ain't no telling what I'm listening to in the morning. Ain't no telling what you listening yeah, to. Yeah, so, so I could be listening to some Boosie Webby going to work, and then I'm turned up my mind on some other shit. And I was working in the school, so... That ain't what I need at the moment. So when I started, I started listening to uh, podcasts, and that's kind of like how I dictate my my commute. Okay, like they usually an hour, so I would listen to that. That'd get me out there, and it had some get my wheels turning in the morning. So um, I just started listening to a lot of them. Um, the the first few it was it was Drink Champs, mm-hmm. it was Tax Stone, mm-hmm. um, his podcast, and um. I still listen to Bill Simmons. It's a it's a sports podcast. Okay. I listen to that a lot, but that was one. So um, and he dropped like two or three times a week. So I would listen to those out the morning. And then my mind just started. It just started rolling. Like I don't know exactly what it was that hit, but the more I listened to him, I just started coming to ideas and I started writing shit down. Like when I was, I used to do these. Well, I still do them, but I don't do them as frequent. But when I was on, when they started the stories on Instagram, mm-hmm. I would do these stories of like old stuff, like like different rap stuff or just music stuff. Stories that I would hear that was like in magazines, but it didn't, you know, they so old, they didn't read social media yet. And I would just write, post them like clips from YouTube and shit like that. And people would start hitting me up about it and they'd be asking me. And that's how I got the, the title, We Need Answers. Like, um, mm. like they would be asking stuff and they'd be like we need answers why did this happen why they blah and it just stuck with me Mm -hmm. so um when i i got the name from that then i just started when my ideas started hitting i kept writing down like i wrote down my first couple episodes which was the pastor the stripper um the one with with uh ronald boxdale and a few more um i did i wrote them down and and I started just tapping in with confirmation. Like whenever I was getting ideas or thinking things over and over and then stuff would happen where it was like it reminded me of doing this. I was it was like, all right, you need to do it because it keep mm-hmm. coming to you. Keep so coming. um and once I started, it once I came with the ideas, stuff just the balls just started rolling. Like I mentioned it to my cousin. He ended up his barber, shout out to knowledge. Knowledge was the my first producer at uh, the location I started with. Um, Chris, my cousin Chris, was talking to his barber one day, and um, he mentioned that he was looking for somebody to do a podcast. And then once he said it, because Chris is who records my podcast now, but we initially did like two test drives before I did anything. And um, I actually put my original episode out not too long ago. And um, once he did, once he, once it didn't really work out, he put me on knowledge, and it just started rolling ever since then. I just never stopped. And that's how I go. Man. You said some key things that stuck out to me, right? Yeah. That's also quiet and really listening because that's what I do. I go right. You said in the morning mm. you go to work and you listen to certain music and it puts you in a different mind frame. So I don't know if you're familiar with 19 Keys or not. Yeah. But he initially said why he don't listen to rap music. Only time he listened to it is when <laughs> he in the gym yeah. because of the mind frame. But he does not okay. want to be put in a different type of space. Yeah. And for you to be able to identify that as a person, people don't understand the things that we consume yeah. really dictate real, our energy real. and our actions. For, for you to be able to identify that, I want to take kudos you know kudos mm-hmm. to you Thanks. so what would be some of the advice that you would tell someone like hey i mean you know people be like how you gonna tell me what to listen yeah, to? yeah you know yeah, yeah. but how would you approach that for a younger guy like i, I would say guy because you're a guy so i'll yeah. say for a younger gentleman or someone or even your peers yeah what would you suggest to them i would just say be mindful like it, it makes it just pay attention to it like even um to the food you eat, all that shit dictates your energy. Like I'm big on all that. Like I really am. I pay attention to all that, and it's um, it really, it really don't make no difference to you. You don't pay no mind until you really pay attention. Like if you listen to it, and then you see how your mood was. That's just like I don't really like talking on the phone early in the morning. Me either. Like somebody caught like the last two times I was talking to women early in the morning. Like they called me <laughs> early, and one was one was just checking in. And the other one was just like, um, 
venting and just checking it. But I just don't like talking in the morning. Like I'm not a I'm a morning person, but I don't like being on the phone. Mm-hmm. If you're around me in the morning, like I'm not gonna be like, don't talk to me. But I'm just <laughs> I'm just big on that. Like I, I just don't like early, especially if it's like argument. I noticed and I picked that up from like a girl that I was real involved with. And we would beef in the morning and my day would just be like terrible shift. Yeah. And it's like, I ain't starting like this. So I just started paying attention to stuff and, and, re- and listening and, and reading stuff. And um, like I, your original question was, what would I say? I would just say, pay attention. Like if you listen to stuff and you see, you feel like your mood is off or you feel like your mood is turned up and it probably shouldn't be that turned up at this moment in time, just pay attention and then just realize what you do. Cause if you're not an R and B guy, I'm not going to tell you, listen to R and B. Like you listen to rap in the morning, you turned yeah. up, but this, this, it might not be listening up. Like I got a routine when I wake up now, like I stretch, okay. I stretch, mm-hmm. I pray. Mm-hmm. And I know all that's cliche and it, and it sounds like, like regular TV shit, but I'm real. It's real. Like, and I got the stretching from work. Like I work out. So mm-hmm. working out, is from like the stretching just from when you don't stretch you your body be fucked up mm-hmm. so it, it started from that and then um you know it, it's as simple as just eating breakfast like people tell you eat breakfast in the morning mm-hmm. and then it dictate your energy and mood so i would just say to anybody i would just say just be mindful and pay attention to how you are and um how your mood could shift just like I want to stop eating a lot of stuff, like I said, because you know they talk you're about more conscious. Yeah, they they t- they talk about what the, the that food the animals eat can dictate your mood and all that. Of course, life, so. because of what they consume and exactly. what it's done to them, and things that are passed down right. through um, secretions and uh, fluids of an animal. I and a lot of people don't understand. That's kind of why I made a different choice in mm. feeding. It's been almost five years now since mm. I haven't ate chicken See? or and that's what I'm uh, trying to get I'm trying to get this. so we're gonna say you're not trying you're going to get okay, there right, and where right. I will be okay that's the type of language that, we use that. here right, okay right. so yeah you I'm on that I'm on that tip too I, I, but I say try because I don't necessarily I, I need try, to but I don't but want see, to try really. is always set up to be like a failure yeah yeah I to give you an option so it's an option out mm-hmm, yeah so moving forward from you know sister to a brother hello family okay god I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here letting you know that you are a god and you have the power Same. that you can go ahead and change it right. so with that being said we ain't saying we ain't trying nothing we're, we're doing, doing it god that's just that say we're no more. doing okay i'm taking out my All vocabulary right, you taking it take it out take try someone else say that to you and just start practicing like yeah. try 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 sometimes i still get reminded from yeah. people they be like try what no just do yeah and then you were saying how your mood how things can dictate your mood so earlier today i uh, shout out to dota's kitchen i do love their food mm. but i was so i never knew how to pronounce that i was saying no, that's, you die. No, okay. Yes. I like that food. I like though. their food I like too. That. I was so upset because I couldn't get a waffle today. Oh, okay. Like I'm not even gonna lie. Like I was so <laughs> mad. I was like, what? I never had that waffle. Oh my gosh, their good. food is so good. And then you yeah. know, like I don't really crave that mm. stuff often. Mm. So when I was craving it and I wanted it, I was so disappointed. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't yeah. see. Down. Yeah, I couldn't see past yeah, the what I wanted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I sat in the car and I'm moping. I'm open and I'm mad. And I'm just all nasty. Like, yeah. whatever. I don't care. Ugh, I wanted a pancake. Da, 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 da. Like, I just started nickpicking and then I got quiet for a little while. Uh-huh. And then I had to get my brain back in order to understand that even if you are craving something, it is a reason why I could not have it at yeah. this moment. Right. The purpose is it's not meant for me to have. I keep asking for these things to teach me a different lesson when disappointment comes or if I can't get something right away. I'm asking for it. So now, in the littlest increment that the universe will provide for you and the most high will let you know, listen, you are that damn waffle today but it wasn't meant for you to have it then you just asked me to teach you to deal with disappointment right right. so when i (laughs) get it to you gotta take it (laughs) exactly so you know i had to i need to apologize to myself number one secondly give myself grace understand that mistakes will happen but third of all look at the lesson and it's so small of a damn waffle yeah yeah real (laughs) shit though but it it really makes sense exactly so that stuck out to me that they're gonna train yourself i have a routine as well Mm. um before i do anything before i even open my eyes it might be a little cliche-ish like you said tv so cliche is i start wiggling my toes first okay and i'm breathing mm-hmm. slowly and i'm saying thank you mm-hmm. before i even open my eyes so if that's like a mini prayer or yeah. saying but i'm like thank you ancestors thank you the most high thank yeah. you god i appreciate this been waking me up that sets my day yeah, yeah. even to the alarm that goes off yeah. um in the morning on my phone, it'd be crazy. The yeah. one alarms that I do have set, but my original alarm at 5.30 in the morning mm-hmm. is a song. Okay. That speaks volumes to me. So right now it's the one by Tasha Cobbs and Nicki Minaj. Um, 
I'm getting ready, that song. So it's like things I've never seen before, all these different avenues. And as your life changes and the journey that you go on, the path that you take, it's going to be things you've never seen before. You got to get ready. Things that you never heard before, things Mm. you've never felt or tasted. So that's kind of like, so I get that. So I pay attention to energy as well and really on it. So that's when I was watching your show to bring it back to your show. Mm. And just seeing how you were like the man that answers, how you were talking to the people, <laughs> and you didn't like quite let them get away yeah. with certain things. And I was just like, oh, okay, yeah, we got it. It's, it's long overdue. It is. It's it is. long it overdue. Is, it is, so, my question to you, as far as being a fellow podcaster here in Baltimore, mm-hmm. how do you feel about our market? How do you feel as far as us supporting each other? Do you feel like we're in competition? Mm-hmm. Like, what do you think? I don't think it's, I, I know people generally like, Initially, you'll think competition, but I don't think it need to be competition because mm-hmm. everybody hitting a different, uh, they different. It's different. There's so many ways you could pursue a podcast, so there's no need to compete. And like you said, I, I'm I'm glad that you you was you stayed on me about connecting with this because it's necessary. We help each other. You never know who view yours. You never know who view mine, and mm-hmm. we all can grow from that. But I was it's, it's crazy you said that because I listened <laughs> to um, Joe Button podcast too. And um, he had a, a, a episode with Noriega, and it, it been it been on the internet a lot lately because he was talking about how he's happy when other when podcasts fail, and Nori was talking down like you know it's funny when you see people go from rapping to to having sports shows and all this stuff, and mm-hmm. and I when he explained it, I understood what he meant, but I still don't agree with it because it's too much it's too much money out here and it's too much opportunity to hate or want somebody to fail for you to succeed. Like exactly. nobody failing makes you succeed. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> makes you succeed. Like, uh-huh. I, and I don't think that's necessary and it ain't cool either. I don't like to even think like that, but I definitely think it's a lot of opportunity for us and people period, because it's so many topics you can hit. Mm-hmm. It's unlimited. Like I watch a lot of sports podcasts and you could have five or six I like basketball more than anything. And it's like five or six basketball players that got podcasts, but you don't get the same thing from every show. Mm -hmm. Like, you got some players talk to players that they played with, players in that era they can relate to. Then you got players that's, like, from old, back in the day, talking to new players. And it's like you're getting so many different uh, aspects and different perspectives from all of it. It's so much you can tap into. Mm -hmm. And you never know who likes what over the other. So... I, it's it's so much potential. Like it's 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 that's what I that's one thing I enjoy about podcasts. Like you know, like I said, I was known for music. I never did music, but everybody just knew I I was up on yeah, the latest yeah, shit. But mm-hmm. but um, it's just so many ways that that people can tap in and to and find different shit and learn about different stuff from different uh all different type of avenues. <laughs> it's so much to listen to. That's why I listen to podcasts more than I listen to music now. Same. So same. It's it's um. That's why when people get in my car, sometimes I don't even know what to put on. <laughs> For real, like I, I ain't gonna play no podcast, but music, like I don't be, I, I, I'm so one and done with music. Like if I hear something, even if I like it, I probably get like a couple spins to it. But after a while, it just don't hold me no more. So. It doesn't hold that same prevalence in yeah. your life that it used to hold. I totally agree with you with that. When it comes, when people be like, "Oh, I'm in competition. I'm the best. I've been in this for da 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 da." To me, I don't feel that way mm-hmm. because just because you've done something for a long time doesn't mean you are the best. No. And your genre is who your genre is. And like you said, everyone there's so much talent. My issue for everyone here in Baltimore, I just wish we just worked more together yeah, yeah. instead of our separate little yeah. islands I and then expecting all of us to make it. I we keep saying, dang, what Atlanta got that we don't have? Mm-hmm. Well, even if they don't like people, mm-hmm. they show up. Yeah, true, true. Everyone knows everyone. They show up for their market. True. So what would be some ideas that you think that we probably could do? Um, I think more events like like the one that, that y'all was the happy hour stuff like you was telling me about. Uh-huh. I think stuff like that. And I definitely think um I definitely think more events because I think people the more you get people together, of course drinking bring people together. Of course. <laughs> so uh more the more you get people enticed to come around is the more you get the network. But I, I also think it's a thing of um, you know, getting people out their comfort zone. Cause I can admit mm-hmm. I say this a lot. I actually said it on my, well, I ain't said the last event we had. Um, that's one thing I gotta get better with. Like I'm I'm cool with networking and meeting people. I just have a thing of um 
being the one to to connect because I don't like really getting that cold shoulder. It rubbed me the wrong way. It rubbed you the wrong yeah, way. Yeah, so I got to step out of it. And that's that's something, even outside of this, like even when it comes to networking with work and things like that, period, like I, I just got to, if you show me you're a comfortable person I can get it, I'm, I'm all for it. But it's just, you know, a lot of, you know, things that in Baltimore, we got yeah. that attitude sometimes mm -hmm. and they come up. But I haven't gotten that. So there's no reason for me to feel that way, but it's just natural. But I definitely think more events like happy hours and things like that, mm -hmm. parties, stuff that you can get people mingling and networking in is, is the goal because people like stuff like that. And it's really the way that um, that's probably the most comfortable setting that you can get somebody to, to like, you know, be that self and chill and, and connect like that. Yeah, I think that is definitely that. Um, even all the way down to our award shows that mm -hmm. we have, right? People are like, I don't give a F about an award show. Yes, you do. Yeah, of course. Because we love recognition from yeah. our peers. And you as, want appreciation. Thank you. As mm -hmm. much as we love our fans to love us, mm -hmm. we even want the people that's in our same craft mm -hmm. to appreciate us just as much, right? Yeah. So I always say to people, you're going to complain about what you don't like what someone else doing. Are you going to be a part of the problem or are you going to be the solution? Mm -hmm. So I always say, what are you going to do? Mm -hmm. What are you going to do to be the person to stand out? Right. To bring us all together, right? Because yeah. it only takes one. Mm -hmm. And then everyone else follow. I want to give a shout out to uh, my man Dante. He got the podcast called No Picks at the Dark. Hey, Dante. Yeah, I don't know if you're familiar, <laughs> but he definitely somebody you should connect yeah. with. He, he real, he's he reached out to me, same way you reached out. Mm -hmm. And um, he, he uh, I don't even know how he got came across it, but he, he came up with a, a page on Instagram called the Charm City Collective, and he was reaching out to people with podcasts, mm -hmm. and he put them all together, and basically everybody shared their post on this one page. And I, when I asked him about it not too long ago, he said that I guess nobody was really posting, so he kind of like, felt back but he's definitely somebody who tries to reach out and connect he wanna he won a podcast of baltimore like several times mm -hmm. but he connected with them people that he need to be connected, connected to. yeah exactly so, so and he, that's the thing we yeah. all have to be connected to yeah. a connected so just how you said something to me so now it's part me to put in that footwork yeah. right hit him up hey look took me blah 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 i'm gonna make sure Let's i connect see how we work yeah. exactly yeah, and sure. move forward i love that see that's we have and people here in baltimore and like i'm gonna tap what you just said mm. like that cold shoulder shit yeah it's just a defense mechanism yeah yeah it is it you is know that it is. so you can't take it personal in here nah. one thing i'll say about us you mm. got to prove that you're good for us for to love sure, for sure. you gotta prove it for sure you gotta prove it. Other really if you can make it here you can make it you anywhere, can make it real. anywhere yeah, yeah. so if you get us to love you yeah because we're gonna support you 100 percent we're gonna support you but you gotta make us believe for sure because think about it we're here of the home of the survivors majority of us is in survival mode we're just starting to wake up to being living mode to certain just degree and we're still dead in a lot of aspects yeah so when you are stuck with survival mode and that mentality nigga, you need to prove your actions better match your words sure. like how benefit sure. is this for me to show up and i'm only saying that because born and raised yeah. here in Florida with yeah. myself as a woman Likewise. so like you got to let me know what's up and then they be like oh people jump on the bandwagon and what's hot and what's this well you have some that's an every state mm -hmm. that just jump on you got people that jump from this nba team we're going to use sports to yeah. that one like why you what's yeah, yeah, going yeah, on yeah, yeah, are you yeah. following the team or the player right, right right so sometimes you have to ask that question real shit are you following the team or, or you player. following the player right, right and if you following the player and the player just happens to be on my team then that's a win-win right right, right? Yeah. So you gotta look right, at it right like yeah, that. Exactly. and that's i used to see, yep. i used to be afraid to approach people as well right like i said i have to get better um promoting myself mm -hmm. and in the beginning when i first started podcast and i was like i ain't going up to nobody i do behind the scenes stuff <laughs> da, 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 da. i ain't about to tell you subscribe to my stuff yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. About who you think you is yada, yada, yada. <laughs> you don't do it why you can't do it it's you, it's free. you know like that was my yeah. attitude in the beginning Beginning, but then once I started doing it, mm -hmm. it started helping me. Like, all right, mm -hmm. you got this. You hot shit. I don't yeah. know why you acting like you ain't. Right, right. So just put that in your mind frame mm -hmm. when you're going back to, like, approach others and mm -hmm. keep doing stuff. And I have to tell myself that all the time. Mm -hmm. And put yourself around people who are going to push you in your weakest moments. For sure. And your weakest things. There's things I don't want to do. I don't like doing. Mm -hmm. I do not. Mm -hmm. However, the team around me that I have now pushes me to do my most uncomfortable things. And that's what you need. Right? Mm -hmm. Like that camera stuff, that ain't me. Okay? <laughs> I don't want to set up a camera. I don't want to plug nothing yeah, in. Yeah, I'd yeah. rather come in here, boom, yeah, sit down and be like, boom. Yeah. And if you want me to help you on the back end, like uh, structure stuff and yeah, all of that, I, I got, got you. you. Yeah. <laughs> but me doing this, I'm like, 
And they don't like they look, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I know that's not how you're supposed to Yeah, be, you right? got to put that, you got to do whatever you do if you want to put, if you want your shit to be top level, you got to get your hands dirty and do whatever you got That do. is true. That yeah. is true. I never not want to know how to do something. Mm -hmm. So you say you was from the village or you hung up the no, village? No, I used to hang up the village. So I, I'm, so I, I tell, from? I tell <laughs> people I'm from everywhere, to be honest. Like when I was first, when I was born, when I was born outside now, and I was living my, when I was a baby. I was living in like that, that um, you know that the section between Park Heights and Jewtown, right okay, there. Okay, yeah, right there. When I was a kid, we moved Which to Mount Washington. Yeah, so when I was a kid, we moved <laughs> to Mount Washington. I lived there for good for for basically my 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 under ten years from mm -hmm. <laughs> when I got ten. Well, but I had family. But that's why I say. I see everywhere because I got family all over the city. So Make both of my grandmothers, East Baltimore, all my I got I come from a big family. All my my mother got uh, it was twelve of them. So mm -hmm. all my aunts and uncles they West Baltimore. Mm -hmm. My father's side Cherry Hill. Mm -hmm. But Southwest. Yeah. So so I moved to the county. I lived out the county, but I was always in town. Mm -hmm. And I was I was still going to school in the city. Then I started going to school. So I, I'm everywhere. Like I, I was everywhere. But you just I. I <laughs> I hung. I said that's why when people had, I be like, I'm okay, so like when I was in when I was in high school, I used to say East Baltimore because I was hanging around my grandmother way. Like I, it was I'm all over. But I, I but that, that's one of the reasons. It also goes to one of the reasons why I did the podcast because I know a lot of people from being in all these mm -hmm. areas. So it helped me. Uh, somebody told me a lot a long time ago, like you gotta use your popularity to your benefit, mm -hmm. and um. I started throwing parties back in the day because of that. I mean, oh, hold up, so um, parties where? <laughs> everywhere. Like when I was in college, um, like high school, I was everywhere. Like I, I was never a, a um, a school. Like I never oh, had yeah. pride. I'm 33. Okay, and you was throwing parties where? I was throwing parties at the Heim Grand. Okay. I had part. We had parties everywhere. This I was when this was. Figure out if I ran into you because I was a party animal at one time. This was oh seven, oh six, oh seven, up to probably like twenty. Oh, yeah, I definitely was in the streets. 2010, <laughs> 2012. It yeah. was at the twenty twelve because I had. I used to have braids. I come ahead like twenty ten, and we started doing parties up to like maybe twenty twelve. So I was. We was doing parties everywhere. Ham Graham was where we first started. Mm -hmm. It was me, uh, Larry Love, mm -hmm. me, uh, Deron, and BJ, and we had a collective called the Fly Young Fellas, and then we turned into Popular Strangers, and we was doing parties like like we were known for the parties <laughs> for at Ham Grand. Okay. We did a white party down um, Dubai. When it was Dubai. Well, it was Dubai. Yeah, we did a party, white party. This is the big this is the party that we were really known for. It was an all white party. Um, and we was known for it because we was the first young ones to get Dubai. You know, I was twenty one and older. And now I was around we was all around like nineteen, twenty, twenty one. Oh, we was God. just hitting that. Oof. We was just hitting that. So <laughs> so we that was our big party. Like we did uh -huh. it twice and we was we we got on a mat for that. So we did Dubai a lot. We did Hiram Grand, we did Tiffany's East around here. Mm-hmm. We did um, Diamonds Hall out the county. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We did um, uh, Duran had a party at the old Hammerjacks when it was um before it turned. But turned to the new now. spot now, yeah. Yeah, it was there. something before there. Um, we was everywhere. We did so. So that was my life when in my twenties, like when my early twenties, I was in college. I went to Eastern Shore for like two years, okay. but I graduated from UB. And what um, you get your degree in? Business marketing. Okay. Right, That's a journey in itself, it cause I, I I had a <laughs> my idea when I went to college. My father used to beat in my head as a kid. Like, I want you to go to college. I want you to go to college. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of like I ain't had no choice. He never forced it, but he just always he said it so much. It was like I'm gonna do that. That's what you supposed to. And um, I went to college straight out of the high school. I graduated '07, okay. and I went to Eastern Shore. Bullshitting out there. It was fun <laughs> when we first got out there. It was it was fun. We. Living a life, first time away from home on my own, mm -hmm. and um, that's probably what my son doing. Oh, you making me hot right? Yeah, now. let him live though. <laughs> it's a great experience. I tell people now, like that that college, well, college ain't as as important as it was back then, but mm -hmm. it was a great experience because for one, I got to live on my own for the first time, and I met people from out of the out of the state, all over the map. And um, we still connect to this day. Like my Hi, man from you. Philly, shout out my man A from. I'm sorry, okay. my man A from Philly. I just was in Philly, uh, um, not too long ago, and um, 
he uh he put he always tell me like come down here come to this spot come to this spot and all that so we connect all the time and um I got people DC all that like a lot of people <laughs> but I came to UB because I wasn't paying attention I wasn't focused at all so okay. um, I got a degree and I didn't know that I thought getting a degree was like um you you good anywhere absolutely and I found out the hard way no it's absolutely. Not. so if not. if I could go back I definitely wouldn't choose that degree unless mm-hmm. I had a plan but you know I'm still happy I did it but okay, so did your any one of your parents go to college? No. Nah. So that you know, that's kind of like what we kind of bestowed on our children. Yeah. Because we want to kind of vicariously live through them or yeah. let them get the experiences we never had. Mm-hmm. So I totally agree when you say, "Oh, you're going to college. You're going to college." Yeah. My oldest son at that time, before he got there, I didn't go to college. Uh-huh. Right. I straight went into the workforce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and the next thing I know, I was like, "You going? You're a black male. You from Baltimore. Yeah. You come from a teen parent. Yeah. You going to college? You right. going to college?" And now he's up there. He's like, you know, mom, college is a scam. Just want to let you know that. <laughs> like, he said stuff like that to me. Yeah. But at the same time, he said, thank you for installing it in me. Because mm-hmm. you just said your experiences that you get, the people yeah. that you got to meet. So I always believe that your network is your network. For sure. For sure. Is that like, something you would tell people? Oh, yeah. Like, I, I was, <laughs> I met people when I was going to Eastern Shore. It was my my homies from D.C. We still tight to the day. I got a homegirl I talk to all the time. And, um. It was crazy because one of the dudes we hung with out there, he was, his best friend was going to school at Morehouse with one of my best friends, like my cousin. And it was crazy once we found out that connection, it was like it all tied in together. And it was oh, like, we, amazing. so we, he was in Atlanta. He made that connection. We was here. And um, yeah, like the the, the relationships you build there is, is, is definitely, is, is out of this world. Like, like I said, we still talk to this day. When they come in town, they hit me up. When I go out Love there, that. they hit me up. And then it's like, if anything necessary, we need anything, we can reach out to each other. So you never know what those relationships can build. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the most important thing that I got from college, to be honest. Like, even outside of the degree. Like, the degree helped and the experience helped. Because, um, and I also, I ain't really had nothing else to do anyway. So once <laughs> I graduated from college, once I graduated from high school, it was like, I ain't really had nothing else to do. So it was, why not go to college? So, um. Mm-hmm. It was a great experience. It's definitely necessary, but, um, but like I said, my father he didn't really beat it down. He just always that was his thing. Like I want mm-hmm. you to go to college. He said it when I didn't even know what college was. Well, see, so it wasn't like I was mad about it. He just it was just like automatic. You know, um, it was definitely like like I said today. You know, it's so many opportunities now for for the mm-hmm. you, you don't really need it, but yeah, they don't it's care. definitely a good they experience. They get it out the mud. So now that you talk, we hit on relationships, and right, you see mm-hmm. the homegirl that you still talk to to this day. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to ask you, we're going to spill into this topic real quick. So do you believe men and women can just be platonic friends? For sure, for sure. I got a lot of, I got a lot of female friends. I probably got, I probably got more female friends. Than male, like I got a lot of male associates, but once that I call my friends, it's, it's it's very few. But yeah, I and it's necessary. I don't think I think you you need the other sex to be a friend because yeah. you 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 know my homegirls hit me on the game. I remember I always say this about my my um my homegirl Kiara when I was a kid and I was in middle school. She didn't want to put me on with girls <laughs> tricking niggas out for abortion money. Like I was like, oh damn, I ain't know this is how it was going. I just was so, I was so, I was amazed. And she was playing that. She was, I don't mean to put up business out there, but, but she, she was, she was carrying it like that too. It was like, I was like, damn, like, you know, you get hip to things. I think and you, females did that once or twice. They like, yeah, especially yeah. when, when, when I was young and I was yeah. like, now you ain't really pulling that over too many mm-hmm. people. I'm going, you I'm going with you. I'm going with you. Yeah, I'm going with you. But, but yeah, so I, it's necessary. Like, I wouldn't, I don't think anybody can grow without that. Like, you're going to be one track minded if it's all, I only got friends with males. Like, you're going to think one way mm-hmm. and that shit will backfire on you because, you know, niggas be thinking they got all the answers a lot. Of time. Hold up, hold up. So Women do question. too, but I'm just saying, like, do. when niggas, when, when a mother man gets, you know, you raised with ideologies that mm-hmm. don't make sense. And you don't realize it till later on. That's because you need that healthy balance. For sure. Uh, you know, masculinity and femininity. Yeah. So here's another question then. Okay. Tying into the friends and the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. Do you believe that you can still be friends with someone that you already was intimate with? For sure. For How sure. many friends have you been intimate with? All of them. Oh, no. No, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got that twisted. I'm sorry. I got that twisted. 
I'm saying I was saying friends with no, no, no. That was I thought you were saying how many are you friends with that you were involved with? Oh my god, I mean sexually involved with. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, no. I was trying to say they so so your question so was my, my question is say that you were sexually involved with a friend. Mm -hmm. Do you believe that you guys could still be friends after there's no more sex? Yeah. How many friends have you been sexually involved with? Um I would say off top. Maybe three. I could really say, God damn, how many? No, no, nah, maybe three. <laughs> like two I got serious with. Uh-huh. I was friends first with two of them. Mm -hmm. And the other one was we was we were always friends, but it wasn't like we was like that's not like my best friend or nothing. Yeah. We was cool. So after that we was still it was still whatever. But Okay. Yeah, I would say a few. All right, so how you still you're still friends with them to this day? Um, one of them we're not beefing, but I ain't seen it in years. But the rest of them, yeah, we we cool. Okay. Mm -hmm. So would you bring any of... Would you... T okay. Would you tell the person that you are currently with... Say you're in a relationship. I don't know your status mm. or whatever. So you're in a relationship. Mm. Um, are you in a relationship? No. Okay. So say you get into a relationship. Mm. Would you tell your partner of your past? Yeah. Why? I ain't got nothing to hide. <laughs> but it doesn't mean that you have anything to hide. So even though you still hang, so you hang out with these other friends. So say you still see these friends on a yeah. regular basis yeah. and things like that. You would tell like, listen, just to let you know, even though it's not even like that, is it still like that? Can you still fuck them? I don't know. Right, I don't know. Okay. So we're going to just say no because you never try. You don't know. Yeah, I don't know. For sure. And you still bring them around. Uh -huh. uh, you're going to tell your girl like, hey, listen, uh... I would keep it real. I used to fuck them. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't yeah. fuck them no more. I would keep it real because I feel like if I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a big. Uh, see, I'm, 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 I'm not, I'm not proud of this, I'm but I'm not a good. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not a, I'm not a big like relationship guy. Uh huh. But I'm a big one on one guy. Like okay. I, like I can lock in with somebody and be like, this is my everyday person. We, we mm -hmm. this, we that, but. I get kind of weird when it comes to the title and stuff like that. Oh yeah, we about to dive in that. Real quick. I need to, to get to the bottom of this, so you will tell. So so um, so if it comes to a point where I do be like my my girlfriend, this is my girlfriend. We locked in. Mm -hmm. I feel like if I if I'm comfortable enough to say that, I think we're at that place. We we can be at that place where she'll be comfortable enough to understand that. So if she say, okay, well yeah, you say, I don't want you to be their friend no more. Then what? I don't think I'm going to stop being somebody's friend. I can okay. change the actions. I can change the the communication, but I ain't going to say that I'm going to stop being a friend. Because if I can, if I consider you a friend, then you was there for me, or you you somebody important exactly. to me. So I can't really. I'm not going to say that I can cut somebody off for that. But I definitely understand that I gotta make you feel comfortable. Because I've been in that. I've been in a situation where a person I was involved with that I cared a lot about. She um she had a problem with my <laughs> she had a problem with her friend. <laughs> she had a problem with one of my close friends. And I and I respected it, but I didn't respect it with my my behavior. Because I was young. You see my eyebrows? I see. Okay, so let me cut you off. Go ahead. I agree to disagree with you. So this Go is where ahead. me and you agree to disagree. All right. Like you said, you ain't cutting no friends off, right? Mm -hmm. I won't either. Mm. However, I'm not about to share that information with you. Okay. My reason behind for me not telling you, like, I don't need to tell you anything that ain't got nothing to do with you. Okay. That is my past. Mm. However, if I want to fuck them, I would be fucking them and not yet. That's where I'm at with it. That's my thing. <laughs> Seriously, that's my thing. You can't tell me who's not my friend. So when you with your person, you, you're not going to fuck the one that you used to fuck? No, I'm in a relationship, okay. so why would I do that? You understand? Unless I can have both of y'all and I have two husbands or two boyfriends. <laughs> and like, and y'all okay with it, you know, hey. I've been throwing that shit out there and every, every male friend Ain't nobody me. with it. Ain't nobody ain't with nobody it. Ain't nobody with all, that shit, no. All my homeboys be like, seriously. No, nah, ain't nobody with it's that. It's never going to work. Nah. Whatever. So I just say that like, hey, if you're cool with that, then fine. But again, if you are man enough, and when I say man enough, you meet all of those needs that I do require mm. and vice versa, then there's no need for me to... To want another man okay. if that makes sense right mm -hmm. but for me my past is my past mm -hmm. i don't give a fuck what you've done mm -hmm. i will tell you this before me mm -hmm. my only concern is what you're doing during me 
Okay. That's me. I respect that. That is me. As long as you ain't that. no rapist, no killer, molester, yeah. all that other stuff, and I, I already know you come with a pass. So I've, that's my, my business. I've grown into I've grown into that. Ignorance I think is bliss, that's honey. That's <laughs> so so you know, I, I had a conversation about this recently, like um, say if you get a you know, you might get somebody that's like known for being a certain way. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, the way y'all interact and the way y'all is, is is cool. Like y'all got a friendship. You might get she might get down that way with you, but y'all locked in a certain way. So you know, a lot of time I got growing up and even now, like you know, if if a person, if a woman known for being a certain way, mm-hmm. and you with the chick, a nigga be like, you ain't fuck you doing with such and such. You ain't supposed mm-hmm. to get down. And I'm not saying that's necessarily like it. That's true, but at the same time. A lot of people don't get, you don't have to, just because something look like something don't mean it's that. And then exactly. you don't have to deal with a person the way that you're thinking. Like, uh-huh. if I hang with a girl, say, if, if I lock in with a girl, you know, a niggas might back in the day, like, niggas was fucking us. She might be this, she might be that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if we, if I fuck with her, you know, she a good person. She cool. We friends. We, we good when we hang out. And I might bring her somewhere and he'd be like, yo, it's such and such. That's my nigga. Like, uh-huh. that's, this is my nigga right here. Like, uh-huh. we friends, we this, we all of that. I can hang with her. I'm not going to not be like, I can't roll. Now, if it's if it's a thing, I'm in the club kissing on her and all this stuff. All right, that's different. <laughs> that, that's a whole other story because now you put yourself out there. But, you know, but I think a lot of people, or I can't speak for a lot of people, but I've heard about situations where, you know, people will, you know, that's that, and that turned into the, the guy that, you know, that starts to be, you know, variably abusive, mm-hmm. starts swinging on because they mad that they like her this much mm-hmm. because she's that way, but you can't help it. Like, you can't help your feelings sometimes. So, you know, I ain't saying go lock down every every girl you think like that or nothing, but, you know, at, at, when you mature, you just got to take people for who they are. For who they are, and not yeah. even exactly who they are. You can be mad at the person who I used to be, but you can't be mad at who I am now. Exactly. And that's that's yeah. the difference. Yeah. That is the difference. Yeah. Me, I don't want to know. Yeah. I swear to God. I swear to God, don't tell me. I don't care if y'all just fucked last week and you just met me <laughs> this week. Yo, don't tell me. Because I don't want that in my mind. That's not something I need to know. I don't, but I I, I, I ain't going to lie. I think I kind of want to know. I don't want to know. Because I want to know what I'm getting myself no, into. Because you're getting yourself into, if I ask you, me and you have a conversation just say we dealing with each other whatever we just gonna use that mm. for an example and i say hey who else you messing with mm. what's going now nah, you ain't got to tell me who yeah but say hey yeah i'm you know messing with other people then i already know what i'm getting myself into. yeah true that's true. why it's important for check-ins whenever yeah. you're dealing with the person hey true. where is this going where do you see this is happening yeah. how are we feeling are we still in the same energy wavelength if not you know you make adjustments to what you're doing yeah. because i believe in me and i love me so much i'm gonna be me in any motherfucking room yeah true. so i already know what i'm getting myself into true. when i walk in a room you're gonna know who legend is I before legend probably even know who you are so that's how you gotta like look at it like that no woman will ever make me feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. even if she did used to fuck my nigga mm-hmm. i do not care yeah. the reason why because you bleed like i did you yeah. suck and fuck like i do yeah. it is what it is we're yeah. in the same room so you're not making me feel no uncomfortable and that's yeah. just a piece i think within self right yeah. where you have to be because all right so now i'm gonna feel weird oh my god they used to have sex mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure he used to have sex with a lot of bitches i like, think it's <laughs> easier for women to feel that way than men though no men hate it yeah no it ain't it ain't as cool for men, men. hate it because women but as, it is as a, cool as a man like women I, I feel like women expect men to have a lot of partners um, and men are stupid to think that women haven't. So y'all need to take this. Seriously. Seriously. Right, I'm going to be honest. Y'all need to take this ideology out of your mind of a woman um, not having more than one or two, maybe three sexual partners. Yeah, yeah. You know, take That's that dead. out of your mind. That's dead. Take that out. She could tell you that all day long. She has The reason why she's not fully herself and be who she is because she has to paint this facade in order for you to like her. Yeah. Okay. You understand? Got For it. she to buy the product. Mm-hmm. You know, she's the product shining up. I have all the tools, blah, blah, blah. I want you to buy me. Mm-hmm. I Not buy like physical, but buy into me. Be mm-hmm. into me. So let me conform myself mm-hmm. to what I think you need to hear, right. which is lies, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Or I'm not even being me. So then later down the line, you find out stuff about her or she start turning into something else that she currently wasn't because she was the representative because she wanted you to buy the product. Gotcha. You understand? Gotcha. So with me, I'm not about to do that. Gotcha. You're going to gotcha. get what you get. Yeah. I'm going to tell you all the crazy stuff up front. <laughs> so that way you can make up your mind. Like in the morning, I like to dig up my nose, right? So boom, <laughs> you want to know in the morning, she's probably 
over there digging up her nose, <laughs> right? You got to say certain things like that. Now, have I fucked the whole Baltimore? No, I have not. Mm-hmm. Trust me. And if some say they did, niggas do lie on their dick, I will tell you that, right? <laughs> I, will t- I will be the first to tell you that. Uh-huh. However, have I had some people? Yes, I have. Mm-hmm. I'm 35 years old. Mm-hmm. What you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, and that's, that's why I, I don't mean to cut you off, but I feel like no, you at fine. this age... You gotta, it's, it's come with the game. Like, we, we, you gotta live your life at some mm-hmm. point. And at this age, you just gotta respect people grown. So, I have a train ran on me. Hell no, I ain't with none of that. <laughs> I ain't with none of that. I'm letting you know well, that. Well, that's now. excellent like, to know. Yeah, I that's ain't with none of that. You I don't want... you know. Now, if somebody I, tell me that, I don't know. Yeah, I ain't, no, ain't doing that. Yeah, that's a different story. <laughs> we going to Because yeah, where was your mind at then that ain't at then now? Yeah, no. But again, you can have people who used to sell drugs or used sure, to be a different sure, type of place. Sure. And they so you got to be open-minded. Plain, right? plain and simple, you got to be open-minded. Exactly. But more importantly, you got to deal with the person. Like, I, I learn people. I, I like to learn people whenever I deal with people. Like, I, that's why I kind of get locked in with people for a long time. Like, whenever I hear people talking, like, they be like, um, we've been dealing with each other for six months. Blah, blah, blah. In my head, I'll be like, that ain't a long time because I, I don't really fully get it. Like, I, I can like some person a lot early, mm-hmm. and I can feel like I can enjoy your time, but, you know, I can't really go but so far until I learn who you are, like, mm-hmm. and as much as I can anyway. Like, I can deal with somebody for a year or time, and, and I ain't saying, like, we just strictly us either, but just, just I like to learn people pretty mm-hmm. much. So it, it take me time to really get comfortable, comfortable, and really – figure out where I'm at with it. Like, I, I could never be with somebody and be serious with them, like, so quick if I don't know nothing. If I, It's going to take some time for me. Like, I, I'm a person. I think uh, you put uh, limitations on time. Me? And yes, and the reason why I'm going to say that, right, be honest with you. You saying people in general or me? I'm talking about you. Okay, go ahead. I'm I listening. can't speak for everybody. I'm talking to you. I'm listening. I'm listening. <laughs> and this is what I'm getting from what you're saying. You can correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. But this is what I'm going to say. Mm. I'm saying that you put limitations on time, so you already put something in your mind that will stop you mm. from a certain amount. You have it in your mind already made up six months isn't long enough. So if you're already putting it out there that six months isn't long enough, mm-hmm. then it's never going to be good enough. First of all, you will never fully know who a person is. I'm telling you, what you say, reprogram your mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm here. I'm listening. Give it a minute. So when you put these limitations on your mental Mm -hmm. space, the brain itself has so many cells. And and then, you know, we only use, what, 30% of our brain maybe? Mm -hmm. If we fully Mm -hmm. use the whole part of our brain and the power and you tap into that godlike nature that you have, Mm -hmm. six months, time doesn't exist. Okay. I'm going to keep it 100 with you. Okay. Because whatever you put your mind to and what you want to do, that's fine. That's why you say in six months, I'm going to make sure I do this and you do everything that you said you're going to do. Mm-hmm. You say it, you feel it, you think it, you breathe it, mm-hmm. you envision it. Mm-hmm. Every single time, you're going to achieve that mm-hmm. in six months. Yeah. So if you're saying six months isn't long enough, mm-hmm. then it's already in your mind that it ain't long enough. Well, I, I'm going to correct that then. I was saying that um, if somebody say six months and be like, this is a long time we dealt with each other, to me, my mind frame is not six months is not a is not a long time because I'm used to dealing with people over a long period of time. Mm-hmm. So I'm not against if it happened. I'm I'm at this point in time, at the age I'm in right now and experiences that I've experienced, I'm open to whatever. Mm-hmm. But you know, I just you know when I I get comfortable when I I can, like I'm I'm a I'm a creature of pattern when it comes to dealing mm-hmm. with people. So like if we get in a certain rotation. And stuff start to happen. It's like, all right, well, I know such and such that this hour she coming over tonight or she uh-huh. coming over this day and all that, you know. And then if you throw that curveball, it's like, all right, well, what's name it? Let me fall back a little bit because now I need to oh, figure this out. Oh my god! Like I, like I, like wanna... I, ain't, I, ain't, I ain't really like. Don't create this pattern with me if we ain't going to carry it out that way. Yeah. And I could fuck it up. Uh huh. But and then I'm gonna come back with something though. Like if I, if I, you know, I might not be feeling it tonight. Cool, I respect that. A few years ago. What what you mean you ain't feeling this like like you you ain't feeling it tonight like what's going on what you fuck with somebody I'm gonna go all that but now it's like I understand one it's like all right cool I'd rather you not come tonight if you feel in a certain way than then you come and have an attitude with me I deal with you fuck. <laughs> Like, I ain't, I ain't with all that. Well, all you need to do is always expect the unexpected from any human. Of course. So that way, when patterns get broken, mm-hmm. you're not really disappointed. Yeah. You heard me say earlier today when I was talking about the waffle, the importance of how I deal with disappointment when I'm set to certain things. Mm-hmm. You can use that same logic that I used. Mm-hmm. As far as the waffle, mm-hmm. use that in your everyday life. Gotcha. So um, I know.
know we're about to wrap up for time and things like that. Is there anything that you want to ask me or anything that you feel that you need to get off your chest? Because this will be a part two for those who are listening and sure. watching it. Because I'm, sure. I'm going to get Because I was just ass. getting started. Yeah, I'm going to get getting... <laughs> I'm going to get his ass about these daggone titles. <laughs> <laughs> no, we definitely got to finish this. But um, no, I just... I appreciate this and I enjoy this conversation. I, uh-huh. Like I told you before, I like I like being a, the one interviewed. So I ain't know what we was going to tack, tackle today. So uh-huh. I, 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 I like this curveball. Yeah, I, I like this people curve. to see more than you than what they already are. Okay, I like, like let's that. Let's get some backstory. Let's see the journey. Let's slow walk into the next pattern. So yeah. that way when we open up the next thing, we going. Yeah, yeah, you straight up. Get you and I'm definitely drilling you on the next one. But, oh, you can. But, we, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I appreciate this. And I definitely appreciate uh, being here in, in this collaboration. I I'm all for everything that you said about, you know, podcasts collaborating and, and um, growing mm-hmm. and helping each other. We help each other. I, I appreciate this platform and your space. Like, Thank you. Like I said, anybody that I know that been reaching out to me about podcasts, I'm going to definitely send them your way. Thank you. And, um, uh, if for everybody listening that ain't familiar, check out We Need Answers podcast. Yes. Got a little bit of everything on there. Music, <laughs> interviews. Uh, you know, we I used to do group uh like had guests and had like group panel type joints to talk about random topics i ain't did that in a while but we got we it, i got everything on there anything if you it ain't in a one that's one thing i pride myself on is the um the uh uh what is what's the word i'm looking for there's just you get a whatever you want <laughs> if you ain't in the music you can get sports stuff if you ain't in the sports you can get political topics all that we got everything on there so please check it out subscribe like on youtube Apple Podcast, Spotify, everywhere. Google Play. All yeah. streaming yeah. platforms. All that. Yeah. So I want to thank you again for accepting the collab and knowing mm-hmm. that this is bigger than ourselves. For sure. And this will not be the last you hear me. So don't try Hollywood me either. Never, never, <laughs> never. I ain't, that's one thing you ain't never got to worry about me when, okay. when it take off. I ain't not Trust that. Me. And when you need, if you need something here from Digital Impact Studios or myself, mm-hmm. you know how to get in contact for with sure. me. Trust me, I do respond to people. Okay. I do work with people. Mm-hmm. I do talk to people. For sure. For sure. <laughs> Thank you so much for giving out that. So I'm going to turn around. Y'all know how this go at the end of every episode. Today was very interesting. You see how two great minds came together to collab, to show the support of Baltimore, how you would get different things, Mm -hmm. how he demands answers from his guests, and how I help share his journey so you can get a little bit more than just the podcaster himself. What we're going to do now, working on our lives, and for those of you listening at home and watching, he's going to reprogram his brain so that way he know what he will do, what he will continue to do, and we're going to come together more. So with that, anyone struggling and you're at home or you're just trying to figure out how to bridge the gap just reach out and with that it's been another episode of the journey of a soul sister thank you (laughs) this is a anything goes podcast production